Cummins, and welcome back to Read Dirty to Me. I'm your host, V Cummins, and I'm so excited that you're here. If you are brand new to the pod, then welcome. We just kind of break down books that I've been reading over the past like week or books that I'm really excited that just came out. Speaking of books that I'm so excited that just came out, uh, Louise Bay, who is one of my like one-click authors, don't even have to like read the blurb, just automatically buy, came out with a new book this week. And I had actually planned to talk about it and I was so excited, but I had another really fun idea for the month of June. So I guess without further ado, let's get started. So as you can probably hear, my voice isn't the best right now. A few of my kids have been down over the past few weeks with like an upper respiratory thing. It's been a mess. So Bridgerton is a little bit behind, but I was thinking if we're doing something so fun for Bridgerton with the series, why don't we do that with like the rest of the regular episodes? So this month, each weekend, we will be doing a series of books. And this weekend, we have Playboys of New York by J.A. Lowe. I was absolutely enamored with this series. I cannot wait to delve into it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to break down the books one by one like I normally would for just like the normal breakdown. And then at the end, I'll kind of go over the series as a whole, like who my favorite couples were and things like that. So we do have a small little bit of housekeeping. Down below in the show notes, you will actually find a link tree. And with that link tree, we'll have the Insta, which is back up and running, um, the TikTok, and like Google Forms. If you're an author and you would like to come on and talk about your book, great. I would love to have you. Please fill out the author form. If you have a book request that you'd like me to talk about, there's a form for that as well. So please go down and look at that and please come follow us on all of our socials. So the first book that we have is Off Limits. And like I said, this is the Playboys of New York series by J.A. Lowe. We're going to go down in the blurb is Chloe Jones is trying to put the scandal of leaving her Super Bowl legend fiance at the altar behind her. No better way to escape than to turn her island honeymoon into a much needed vacation with her girls. What she wasn't expecting was to meet a hot stranger. Don't say don't they say to get over somebody you need to get under someone else. Chloe's ready for a fresh start. Shame her vengeful ex is making it difficult for her. That is, until she lands the job of her dreams. What she wasn't expecting was to come face to face with the hot stranger from her island escape. Noah Stone, New York's biggest playboy and her new boss. Chloe can be professional even if all she can think about is those lips and the way he fills out his suit pants. He's totally off limits and she signed the paperwork that says so. So these guys were very cute. They were a very cute, fun introduction to the series. I really liked them. You were pretty much immediately on Chloe's side, like which I really appreciated because from the blurb it kind of sounds like you might not be, but you were immediately on Chloe's side. So it was just um it also flowed really nicely, which is kind of why I thought it would be perfect this book series would be perfect for you know like oh let's just do series this month um because these all were so easy to read and quick to read and um so I felt like overall it's just really good pacing wise my MVP character is Anderson so it is not one of the main characters it is one of the friends and he does get his own book and oh my gosh I cannot wait to talk about Anderson Um, But he was a great friend and a great foil to, like, the whole situation. I really enjoyed his banter with the rest of them. I really appreciated him fully through the series. But especially in this book, I felt like he was just the perfect amount of, like, everything. The angst factor for me was about a 7.5 out of 10. 
Um, I obviously won't go too big into um, spoilers, but I really love the drama that was in it overall because I love when the drama is like peril that um, so in this instance, the female main character is like in trouble. She um, gets kidnapped. I'll talk about trigger warnings at the end whenever I talk about the series as a whole, but um, I really enjoy watching that all play out and it plays out in another book too and it's actually a few of them and it's it's truly one of my favorite tropes like I I love watching the pining happen um so my critique is I'm gonna talk about it when I talk about the whole series in general um because it's not really a critique of the book um so yeah we'll get to that later it is part of a series obviously the best scene was I really loved their first like night together. It was after her birthday party and I really enjoyed watching him have to watch her be around like male, male dancer or exotic dancers and being jealous and then watching her just taking charge and going for what she wanted, which was him. It was really nice to see. Uh, dual point of view yes all of them are they're all pretty evenly spaced um you know you'll get a few like oh two with the female main character but then you'll get like two or three with the male main character really evenly spaced like I said books just flow overall really well spice factor is a seven out of ten um actually like I so I wrote you know each of these after I read the book individually right and looking at the other books I might actually drop that down a little bit um but, I mean, the sex was great. Like, you know, their flirting was really fun. Like I said, they were a very cute couple. They're very, like, a uh, sunshiny couple, you know? Like, both of them together are just, like, it's a, it's a sunshine meet sunshine versus, like, a sunshine meet grumpy. Um, so they were very fun to watch. Just very cute. Very wholesome. Uh, happy ending scale, all of them are kind of going to be about the same. It's, like, a 7.5 out of 10. It feels a little abrupt because it is a little abrupt because, you know, the author can't go further into the epilogue without giving spoilers for the other stories. So I get why it was abrupt, but um, every single time that epilogue would come because <laughs> I would just always kind of be like, oh, yeah, here we are. We're at the end. So that was like my only real big um, critique with the endings. So that one is Chloe and Noah's story. And like I said, just overall very cute, very they just they felt very um wholesome and you find out later in the other books that part of what she goes through and part of the peril that she goes through really comes back and affects her right and she deals with some of the stuff kind of coming from that and I almost wish we would have seen that just a smidge more in the book because I think it would have added a really interesting dynamic to them because they did feel very sunshiny and very happy but if you were trying to, like, keep that vibe going for the whole book, then I understand not putting it in there. Um, but overall, that was just, you know, I mean, I just really like the peril of it, I guess. So the next one that we have is Strictly Forbidden. About that, I was getting my notes together. Okay, so we have Strictly Forbidden by J.L. Lowe. J.A. Lowe. Woo. Blurb. Lena Lund plans everything so much so she thought her boyfriend was going to ask her to take the relationship to the next level and move in together she was wrong the last person she expected to help nurse her broken heart was her grumpy yet gorgeous billionaire boss logan stone she wasn't expecting his kisses to light her body on fire the way that they did especially when what they were doing be between the sheets is strictly forbidden but they just can't stop 
That was until those two little unplanned pink lines magically appeared, turning Lena's life upside down, or Lena's life upside down. So my MVP character is Lena. I've got this woman, how she did not kick Logan in the balls like a hundred million times. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I will automatically always have a safe spot for Logan's. Like I love a Logan. Thank you, Matt Zuckery, for just bringing Logan's to life in my mind. But this man is a D-bag. This man is such a douche until he isn't. When his walls break down, when you find out everything, when you look at this man and you hear his inner thoughts and you hear his inner turmoil, you just are immediately like, oh, you poor, sweet summer child. But and Lena does, like, know the backstory, obviously, but you still, like, she's right to do, I think, kind of what she does. Like, she does mess it up a little bit. We'll kind of get into it, but you you do feel so bad for him in so many of these moments, but you still understand where Lena was coming from the whole time because she's she's watched and she's, you know, she's just been hurt. I, it's It's really interesting to read I they were my second favorite book they were almost my first until Anderson and Emma but these two were fantastic I really enjoyed this book I closed it I like returned it to you know Kindle Unlimited and then I co-ride I cannot say enough good things about this book Angst Factor is a 9 out of 10 their book really broke me because like you know I don't know how to describe this. Like, I guess for me, it's like when I read books like where people are taken by the mafia or where, you know, they are put into these like like they're in a car crash or something. But, you know, it's going to be a happily ever after. Right. Like, you know, it's almost those kind of things. It's like she just has to wake up from the coma and then everything will be fine. And you're going to hear all about how he loves her. But, you know, she's going to wake up from the coma. Those feel almost more wholesome to me because you know that no one is saying mean things. You know, no one is purposely trying to hurt the other person. In fact, you're usually watching the person who does go through the heartbreak of it all kind of just like, or who is sitting on the sidelines, who isn't hurt, who isn't kidnapped. You're watching them just love their person right and so it has a wholesome quality but whenever you see two people who are very very hurt that's more real and I think that's why the angst factor is way higher for me on something like this because that hurt and that anger it all feels more real so yes 9 out of 10 I hated this man at certain points but when I didn't, I really didn't. I just wanted to wrap him up in hugs. I wanted to tell him it was all going to be okay. I wanted to wash my face on his washboard abs. Like, I just wanted to comfort him at any given time. One critique I literally have in here, really none. Like, I think this was my favorite one, and that does get amended with Emma and Anderson. Um, so, she takes a while to tell him about the pregnancy. And she, in the book, you're, you guys, you do kind of get frustrated with her because you're like, okay, just give him a minute. Just hear him out. He is going through a whole bunch of stuff. You did ask him to go to therapy. He is trying. Don't maybe push him away. 
But I actually didn't tell my husband for a bit um, whenever I found out I was pregnant. Uh, one, because I actually didn't find out until super late. And two, because I was scared. Um, we were super young. And he, like was rightfully I think kind of upset and I do understand when the guy gets upset and I like seeing that like her friends call him out call her out on it they're like hey you should have told him and I really appreciated that I thought it was just really well done like you understood why but you still wanted to shake her and he was rightfully upset and you felt for him so I thought that that was played really well um, obviously it's part of a series, uh, best scene when they, when they finally just get back together, man, I don't know. I, I think the Hamptons, like if I'm not going for like a, you know, makeup scene, I think I'm going to go with the Hamptons. He follows her out there. He sees her, you know, almost get kissed by some guy and he is just, it's just, great it's just snuggly and they're having great sex and I don't know I really like these two um dual point of view spice factor was an 8 out of 10 happy ending scale was really high up there for me um I am going to say probably like an 8.5 out of 10 you actually find out more about what she does decide to do um she actually ends up going and working for Emma and I think she pretty much decides to to stay doing that but it's not fully flushed out I wish I would have just gotten a little bit more like flushed out epilogues but like I said I understand why so that was uh strictly forbidden and now we are on to Emma and Anderson's story I kind of wish I would have saved it for last but I couldn't because of spoilers so next up we have theirs are the merger Emma Banks is a strong, single, independent woman who's busy building her fashion empire. She doesn't have time for men, unless it's on her terms. Quick and convenient. Emma makes no apologies for the way she lives her life. That wasn't until Anderson West walked in. All six foot six of him. He was supposed to be a bit of fun to pass the time, but then Vegas happened. After they woke with the mother of all headaches and gold bands on their fingers, two people allergic to commitment have merged as one. They thought it would be a funny story they could laugh at until Anderson's family made an offer she could not refuse. So, I don't even know where to start with this book. Like, I know I have my outline, but there's so many things I want to talk about with just what I think about this book. Where, I guess we'll just go through the outline and then I'll just go on tangents like I normally do. My MVP character, Anderson, 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 Andy, Anderson, all of them, all of him. I loved this man. He was so genuine. He was funny. You could tell like he was just easily falling in love with her. You whenever he didn't know, like I know I've read that in books, you know, where it's like, oh, they're clearly falling in love. And then they have that like, did I say love moment? No. And like, you know, you could kind of tell like, oh, yeah, they were doing everything because they were eventually going to like fall in love. But I don't think I realized just how much they were clearly in love Uh, or you know like you'll see those books where like the guy is clearly in love but he's just being kind of nice no this man I feel like in some deep part of him loved her from moment one like these two who did not believe in love and only believed in lust and had their ways of life and actually really formed a really solid connection um while not being conventional with their relationship which was a great 
great choice to see. Like, I loved seeing that, really. Um, I love that they didn't fully do conventional at first. It was really great. Sorry about the nose thing if you heard that. Um, but I just, I don't know. He just always clearly loved her in a way that was really nice to see. Um, there is actually a Max Monroe book that I am going to, like, pause recording and find real fast. Hold on. I'm back. It is called Banking, yes, Banking the Billionaire, and it's Thatch Kelly and um, Cassie Phillips' book. Oh, my gosh. It's a very good one. I really enjoyed that book. Okay. Sorry. Um, so, my angst factor on this one was, like, an 8.5 out of 10. What I really liked about this one was that you did have the peril, um, but then you also had the aftermath. The aftermath of it was really heartbreaking to see, but really executed well. I think truly this book is like a 10 out of 10 for me. I really enjoyed it. My only one critique was um, just kind of in the middle. I was like, eh, maybe I don't need like one or two of these sex scenes. But whenever you read their story, you understand that like that's how they initially connected and it's what they thought that they had to offer the other person. So I, th I think actually narratively, it all works. It all makes sense. You know, it's kind of the whole like Bridgerton, like, oh, we won't put, you know, the showrunner said stuff like, oh, yeah, we won't put sex in for just sex sake. And um, which one? I don't believe that. And two, I think, you know, with this, it was very much like, no, you're she wasn't the author wasn't putting sex in for sex sake. It was very clearly like this was their connection and it was real and I just really enjoyed seeing it. Um, like I said, I mean, that was like my one critique at one point. But then whenever I like got done with the book, I put one critique, none, flawless. <laughs> um, best scene. I can't say my real favorite scene because it's really spoilery. So I'll go with the time that she makes him watch her at the resort. It's one of the first chapters. It really sets up like their dynamic in the bedroom. She is really powerful. Like, I love Anderson so much, but that is not to take away anything from Emma. Emma, I think, is one of the strongest female main characters I've read in a very long time. Emma was absolutely fantastic. I really felt like she was um, believable. She was real. She was honest. She was vulnerable. But she was, like, incredibly strong. She's one of the top friends in, like, their friend group, I think. Like, Chloe is very much, like, the matriarch of it. Like, let's take charge. But Emma, I feel like, is the one that you would want in your corner a lot. Her and Ariana really have that for me. Like, they just feel like the ones who... They feel like because they always were kind of the umbrella of the group. Like, it felt like because their strong personalities were so big that they felt like they had to protect everyone. So you have Chloe, who is very, um, you know, she does she does feel very, not naive, but almost like um, just happily in love. And they want to protect her. And you have Lena come, who comes in. And whenever she comes in to their group, she's already pretty fragile because of the Logan situation. So they're kind of protecting her. And Stella is, you know, EJ's girl, but she's kind of being ignored. So they're worried about her. And I really enjoyed that Emma got her chance to be protected. And she needed that. And she needed him in the same way that he needed her 
who was strong and capable and could fight with him and play with him and be his equal. I've never, I very rarely do see two characters who I feel like are on the actual same playing field. Like, I didn't feel like any type of power dynamic that, I mean, like, listen, I love a power dynamic. I'm drawn to a power dynamic. Um, But with them, it was like they were two just full solid equals. He treated her with the utmost respect and he demanded everyone around her treat her with the utmost respect. And there was something so sexy about just the way he loved her and the way that she loved him. Um, especially from like where they start. I don't know. I could talk about this book for like hours on end. This book was just, for me, it was really incredible. Um, Spice Factor, nine out of 10, really great sex. I mean, it is like a core tenet of their relationship and like not in a bad way. Um, it, it's kind of who they had defined themselves as. And I mean, as somebody who hosts a podcast talking about romance novels and who does enjoy conversations about sex, like I get it. Um, so I don't know. I just, their, their sex was great. Their banter was great. Their love was great. I I can't say anything else more about it. I feel like I feel so bad. Um, happy ending scale, a hundred out of 10. Truly cannot stop talking about this book. So before I bore you all to tears, Let's go ahead and let's get on to EJ and Stella's story. And they are taking control. Stella Price has always had a crush on her boss, even with his reputation of being the playboy chef of New York. But she gets to see another side to him outside of his celebrity persona. Stella is also a realist and knows nothing can ever happen between the two of them. Except everything changes that fateful day in Vegas when she nearly lost her life. Elliot, E.J. Jones, has the New York culinary scene at his feet and the city's most beautiful women on their knees. He enjoys the trapping his his successes bring him. Why wouldn't he? He's young, handsome, and rich. Everything changed that fateful day in Vegas when he nearly lost the woman that's been by his side for years. Now he can't stop thinking about her. The only problem? She's no longer interested in him. So, I was really taken aback by this book. I really enjoyed it. Um, I felt like Stella, you had watched Stella, not pine for him really, but she would just kind of be slightly brokenhearted certain times when she was around him. And the girls would kind of be like, we gotcha. Like we, we know we get it. Um, and she gets into a car accident in Vegas and watching her, kind of shake herself out of the stupor that she's been in was really great to see because of course she wanted them together right um but you also were like yeah but he needs to come to her um it's kind of the not to bring it back to Bridgerton but you know it's the Colin and Pen Penelope situation you know you want to see the gravel you want to see you know if you've been overlooked for years by the man that you've been in love with you want that man to see you and I think he does. Like, I, J.A. Lowe does a really good job of, like, making him face his reality of, like, what he did to her throughout these years really head on. And I thought that was really well done. MVP character is Stella because that girl went through trauma and still remembered to protect her heart as much as possible. I was really impressed by, like, Stella's character. 
angst factor is like a six out of ten he would have done anything for her but like you just knew it would all be okay in the end like he wasn't in the mood to insult her he wasn't in the mood to hurt her he wasn't he didn't want to fight he was wrong he knew it he fessed up which like isn't there something sexy about like you know just being told that you were right and just being groveled to um I wish we would have seen a little bit more about what she decided to do with her career after so a big part of this of her accident is that she's kind of stuck not knowing what she wants to do and you are kind of like you she has this kind of moment of like it's EJ when I look into my future it's EJ and you're like okay so and her and Ariana who is with her goes okay well, like what are you gonna do with that and she's like I don't know and I kind of wish we would have just seen a smidge more of that um when he gets to the Hamptons and catches her with the vibrator was sincerely one of it was a very spicy scene but it was really funny and it was kind of just the kickoff to them fully spice factor was like a five out of ten they have some really great like moments um but theirs is more of a slow burn happy ending scale six out of ten i like i said i really wish we could have just learned more about what she decided to do afterwards um so here we're at the last one and that is without warning by j.a low and this one is ariana and reese's um story I will get into kind of like why I liked their story so much I think um, when I talk about the series as a whole so let's just like go on with like the blurb Reese Davenport is breaching breaking point he thought getting out of New York would have solved his problems unfortunately they're still there when he arrives back home between his acrimonious divorce with his gold digging ex and his ongoing family drama his life is utter chaos until beautiful Burnett surprises him except she wasn't who he thought she was. Ariana Blanco just got catfished, and that's the last straw. She needs to shake up her life somehow. Ariana's stuck in a job going nowhere, surrounded by the old boys club. The only way to stay sane is to dream of the day she can flip her creepy boss off and plan her escape. But unlike her friends, who have all married billionaires, she needs to work out how to do it independently. And the last person she ever wanted to see again was him these two are so cute they also came really out of left field because for a while you've been following ariana she um was kind of hooking up with this ewan guy um from the hamptons there was someone else who i cannot remember there was like um stella's personal trainer in the hamptons too and like listen go ariana but i was so for a while we're like reading who she's with and I was like okay is her story going to be a reverse harem is her story going to be this is her story going to be that and I was actually really shocked by the fact that it wasn't um it was really well done really out of left field though you actually met Reese um back in Lena and Logan's book so it was really fun to see him kind of get to come back into the picture my MVP character was Ariana, though. She was really unapologetic in a great way. You rooted for her constantly because she just constantly allowed herself to be honest. Like, whenever she was mad at him, she told him. Whenever she wanted something, she asked for it. She was she was really kind of coming into her own and taking control of her life, which I really liked to see. Um, and in doing so, she also didn't allow herself to kind of be 
pushed around by anyone but especially him she made herself really like well she like was clearly established and she was like listen here's who I am if you want it great if not then like leave me the hell alone because like I'm not gonna keep doing this angst factor for me was like a two out of ten the stakes felt were um the stakes felt low and they were outside of the relationship but I did like to see them be a team one thing about all of these books combined is that um they have a really great like us against the world mentality and especially but like especially these two I felt like there was a lot of grown-upness in their relationship like there was clearly a lot of um communication that was like established and I really liked getting to see that they were a very mature couple which was which is always I think more interesting to read a lot of these books I think all of them the big angst the big moment was outside of the relationship with the exception of like Lena and Logan um that was more of a misunderstanding but with all the rest of them it was very much like an us against them which are always some of my favorite books um my favorite scene was when she goes to hide at an event that Emma dragged her to knowing that he would be there and she like goes and runs into a room and hides and of course he's there that's always one of my favorite moments in a book like I can't get over that moment it always makes me happy um it, it is a dual point of view spice factor was like a four out of ten for me um I really liked them though they felt very homey like they felt very lived in and comfortable and warm and like you were just very happy that she was getting a very clear happy ever after um happy ending scale it was like an eight out of ten because you do get to hear about like the insane baby boom that happens in their little group of friends once you know kind of the curtain closes on the series so that was very fun um so yeah that's all the books kind of in a nutshell but I kind of want to go over the series as a whole so now let's talk about the series as a whole um I think my I think it I ran into the same issue on why I don't always read duets and that you're reading some of the same scenes over um it is always interesting to get like the different character point of views but with some of them so like Chloe and Noah and Lena and Logan's story pretty much overlap almost like pound for pound, right? Um, Emma and Anderson's story does too, but there's extends. And then there's extends and Stella's picks up. And then Ariana's picks up pretty much at the end of Stella's. And it was really fun to read, but sometimes I just had issues like with the same scenes over and over. Um, but that's like a me thing that's, you know, and that's going to happen with series. So it is interesting to get the other people's point of view. That was just kind of my only big, um, oh yeah, this happens. A few of the women do get cheated on in the beginning by um, their significant others at the time. Um, but it's not cheating with the other, like with the male main character or you know like he's not cheating um there is a few scenes that I know for some like might be hard to read or listen to which is like where you know the female and male main character are like clearly flirting and they're trying something or they've decided that it won't work so you know one of them hooks up with another person and I know for some that can be like really difficult to read I know whenever I read like the Stanton series and he goes to the strip club I like sob every time it doesn't matter I know how they end I still cry um so yeah just for some 
I know that that can be really hard. There is like a kidnapping um, along with like stuff with guns and the first book. Um, sorry, I'm trying not to be too spoilery by like, but like also kind of, you know, protect those who need it. Uh, if you'd like more information, I'm sure you can look on Goodreads and they will have tons of, you know, information on the kind of triggers that are there. But overall, I really liked this series. I thought that it was incredibly easy to over, like, incredibly easy to read. Um, I felt like I could get through the books quickly and still enjoy them. Um, I just felt like overall it was a really great book and or really great series sorry and uh, I'm trying to figure out like how to talk about it because I really want to talk more about Emma and Ariana because I felt them to be the most compelling of the females uh because they were both so strong and they were both so captivating I felt like to read about or you know and I really felt like they encapsulated a lot of what I like about these novels because sometimes you'll run into the trope and I even found it sometimes with Ariana where like you would kind of find the like not like other girls thing especially whenever it comes to like really rich men um and as somebody who if I met a billionaire who wanted to buy me everything I will fully admit I would just take it all, you know? Like, I'd be like, okay, please buy me whatever. Sure, I am that pretty. You can continue to lie to yourself and not spend money to get glasses like you might need. But, um, you know, sometimes you'll run into that. <laughs> but I felt like, especially with Emma, you weren't seeing that, like, not like other girls. It was just that, like, she had been through a bunch in life and she wanted to stand on her own two feet and she was doing it. And the whole entire time... Anderson was just watching and loving her but overall I really like getting to watch a group of friends just be friends everybody in this book was kind to each other while also sticking up for those that they love and that's very rare um and I really enjoy and I think that you need more of that it really reminded me a lot of like the stiletto and Oxford series by Lauren Lane where you're just watching all of this group of friends build a community and build a life together and they end up all you know kind of moving in together on the same road and they all get to grow up and their kids get to grow up together and they talk about you know like their kids getting together when they grow up and I really enjoy that level of camaraderie at the end of just these people getting to love each other and you know find a, a community and find a family that they build and their banter was fun and their, I don't know, I just, overall it was a really good feel good series. I really think Emma and Anderson though were just, for me, my shining stars. They felt so real and so sweet and her big turmoil was so earned, like, I felt for her so much and I just wanted her to feel better. I don't know. I just, that is my very long-winded talk about these guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys go read it. I will link to the whole series down in the show notes along with the link tree that has all of the socials. If you'd like to come on and talk, I would absolutely love to have you. Uh, please fill out the forms. 
And if those forms don't work because I am the epitome of a user error, please email me, victoria at redirtytome.com, and I will be, I just, how do I word this? Why can I not speak? Um, please talk about us with your friends, and please share, and I cannot wait to talk with you guys soon. Bye.